welcome to Toy Lines Podcast Disney Special. This is a special iGeek Disney episode. Last week, Disney had their investors' announcements. Ton of great stuff. We're going to go over them. Hopefully, we're going to talk about toys as well as, you know, Disney geek out over some of this stuff. So, I'm Tom Romero. I'm your host. With me, as always, Ian Westhoff. Let's jump to it. Star Wars. Kathleen <sighs> Kennedy, everybody's favorite Lucasfilm president, uh, was featured. Which I, was shocked, I was shocked at. She's still there. Yeah. And she she had some great announcements coming up. Let's hit them up. So Mandalorian season three, we not going to be a Halloween item anymore. Now we got to wait till Christmas twenty twenty one. Yeah, that, that did you watch the latest episode? I didn't. I'm I'm one behind right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still mourning right. spoilers. Yeah. So with one episode to go now. As of this recording, so next Friday will be the last episode. Uh, we're gonna have some serious cliffhangers in the works. Like, I I just can't wait. And what they did with this season, everything that happened, I never predicted. Which I can't. I cannot predict a show at all. Um, that's how good they are. And it's just I have theories about what's gonna happen, but. None of them are going to come true. The new episode was excellent. Uh, the tragedy was a tragedy. That episode, um, from more, I, I took a different reaction to the tragedy than other people. But uh, th- honestly, I feel the show continues to outdo itself. Um, and some great stuff coming out of it. We got Ahsoka oh, Tano. Yeah. Uh, now, let me ma- ask you this real quick. With all these new shows coming out of the Mandalorian mm-hmm. universe, let's just say, do you think it's like milking the show? Like, do you think it, it's hurting the Mandalorian in the long run, no. or or is it great that we're getting Tano and? Well, I mean, the more Star Wars, the better. But I don't think it's hurting it because um, it's a good way to introduce the character first of all on this show. Uh, so we'll go with, with uh, Ahsoka Tana. It was a good way. Well, it's a good way for a live action introduction. You know, we know we're from the Clone Wars. Um, I think when we heard that she was going to be in the show, I kind of thought she was going to be in like half the season. And so far, she's been in one episode. And then that was it. And I'm like, well, you know, that's it. That's what's going on. Where'd she go? So I had no idea that they were going to be doing a spinoff for her. Um, I, I I think you know using this as a springboard to to bring in more Star Wars is good. If they're going to continue to do the way they're doing with these budgets, making them look as good as the Mandalorian, then they're doing everything right. Um, their only problem will be if they start getting too cocky and then start making the mistakes as in writing lousy stories. And then that's, what's going to affect it because the Mandalorian may be popular because of uh, baby Yoda or Grogu, or the child, whatever you want, the bouncy, I don't know, whatever you want to call him. I still call him baby Yoda. Um, 
But what would you like to see out of Ahsoka Tano? Uh, I mean, they have Hayden Christensen back, so I want to see Vader and Ahsoka go at it again. Yeah, I know that, and and there's another way to bring back Hayden. Um, well, he's already know, coming back for another for, announced yeah, Obi Wan right. Kenobi. So this could be like another thing he can do. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I don't honestly have an answer for that question because I've never really thought about it too much. But if you have John Favreau and Dave Filoni working on it, and Filoni being, I believe he created her. Um, I can tell you, honestly, whatever you're going to get is going to be good just because he's working on it. Like Filoni seems to be like, it's as if the midichlorians created this man out of, out of the force to continue what Lucas started because he, he is just like knocking him out of the ballpark left and right. I, I, I I'm blown away by what he does. Right. I'm kind of wondering if we're going to see more Jedi, like if she goes looking for, Maybe even Luke. Maybe. And, you know, see, that would be cool because how many Jedis survived the Purge or, or Order 66? Right. You know, we know a few did, but who? And do they meet, you know, will they? Will we see them? Are there um, other Sith out there besides Palpatine? Um, these are all great little things, you know, like I... I would like to see some more Jedi's. Um, now, how about the Rangers of the New Republic? Now, do you think this is Gina uh, Carano's new spin-off? show? That's how yeah. I was kind of—I was leaning that way. Yeah, because that episode, she shows Mando the badge. It's just yeah, she's um, like, "I'm a Ranger." Yeah, and it very well could be. I would love um, to see that. Although yeah. a lot of people are saying, "You remember that fighter pilot?" Yeah. That uh, he went up to um, to Caradun and he was like, "Oh, you're from yeah, Endor or uh, Endor. Alderaan, Alderaan." Thank you. And you know, she was like, "Yeah, I'm from Alderaan and stuff." Apparently, he's part of it somehow. Okay, I don't know if he's the main character, but I would like to see if that's the vehicle for her. That's going to be a fantastic show. Yeah, and it's. It's a good spinoff. Um, you already introduced the concept. So now you just kind of, you know, go ahead with it. And with these shows taking place at the same time as The Mandalorian, um, that's great because you can do crossovers. You know, they, they still don't have to be leave the show and not, not be a part of The Mandalorian. Right. You know, maybe they'll do a huge crossover where you need to see every show um an episode of every show for this big mega crossover you know who knows now we're talking about obi-wan kenobi oh here right. here's my thoughts on it so hayden christensen's coming back yeah now we discussed this before but um, you're right unless they're gonna do a lot of flashbacks right are we gonna see like a mangled hayden Char or, hamburger kind of guy. Right. Um, and you know what? He is an actor, you know, so everybody has to take off their helmets, which drives me nuts. Um, you know what? First I say I'm glad he's back because um, I felt I feel he was unfairly blamed for the prequels. They, 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 he get a bum rap on that. That's not fair to him. I like him a lot. I think he's a cool guy. 
Love them in jumper. Um, I think part of it, yeah, if you're going to take the helmet off him, he's got to be um, – if he doesn't have to be like like a brisket, you know. He's not going to be like, oh, burnt. But he'll have healed to a degree. I mean, if you look at him by the end of Jedi, Vader's kind of flaky and gross, but he's not, you know, he's healed to the extent of a person uh, receiving those types of burns will heal. Um, I think they're going to do a lot of, um, it'll be a lot of flashbacks of stuff we haven't seen. Obviously, you know, then it's not going to get a flashback to the movies. They're going to film new flashbacks. Um, right. It's 10 years after episode right. three. And I'm kind of hoping that they have um, Obi-Wan leave the planet and run into him. Cause there's really no reason for him to go to Tatooine. Cause you know, he just, yeah, like he, already, he already dropped off the kids. So yeah. And just, well, just like Luke, it's just like, you know, I'm never coming back here. Well, Luke did go back, but you know, it's the same theory of like, I just want to get out. It's like when you want to leave well, your hometown. So did Obi-Wan eventually. He's been looking after Luke his, his right. whole life. But like Anakin grew up on Tatooine and he has painful memories of, um, losing his mother there and, and, and things like that. So I don't think Vader himself would go there. Uh, of course, I could be wrong. They can write a very good reason why. Um, but I would like to see Obi-Wan leave Tatooine to go do something. And then that's how he runs into Vader. Or maybe he, you know, somebody sends him a message that he has to do something. Or you know, maybe Yoda does. I, I don't know. Because I still at this point, Yoda's on Dagobah as... Right. You know, we see that he leaves. So, um, you know, another question that springs up from this is we're going to have um, Ewan McGregor back, which is so cool. We're going to have Hayden Christian back. So cool. So will the, uh, this, I guarantee there'll be a reference to Qui-Gon Qui -Gon Jinn. Yes. Will Liam Neeson be in it? Other oh than God, that'd be so uh, something that's filmed already. So back to the Even film. a force ghost. Yeah, will he do it? Um, I think he, he'd do it. He uh, does. A, he he even said in a recent interview he's done voices. Okay, so there's, he was in episode nine. Okay, so you know I would love to see him as a force ghost or definitely you know in in new flashbacks, and then that brings back the reasoning of will we see Darth Maul? So Maul was in Solo. Um, well. No, then in Clone Wars, I believe um, Obi Wan kills him in, in Clone Wars. So I think that take spoiler if anybody hasn't seen it. But this is all worse things happen. Yeah, you never know. Uh, force healing, you know, like I don't know, maybe heal himself back up. But yeah, Obi Wan, I am looking very forward to. Um, that's one of my big ones for this for the Star the, the uh, Star Wars announcements that I'm really so, looking forward to. You saw Rogue One. I did. I loved it. You loved it. Okay. I did. I was one of the few people who liked it. How do you feel about Andor? I think this show would be good, better if they don't just focus on him. Because I think that the thing about Rogue One was that it was all these like characters brought together to, to go on this basic suicide mission that you know, going like I, I sat there thinking, there's no way they're surviving this. You know, they can't because of how the Star Wars originally was presented. That said, I would like to see them build a team up. 
So uh, one of my favorite characters from Rogue One was um, I just pronounced his his name wrong, but he was the uh, the the Force. Um, I don't want to say Force sensitive, but he he was a Force believer. He had the he was blind. Oh, the, yeah, the Force yeah. is with me. I'm with yes. the Force. Yeah. I love that character. He was so. I would love to see him in it more. Um, so I would like them to see. I would like to see like this is early, um, right before you know. Less, well, like a year maybe or so. It's, it's coming old. out 2022. Well, what I mean is like it's like right before episode four, right before right before Rogue One. So, however, the timeline fits that I would like. Well, to see yeah, that. I I think it takes place before Rogue One. Yes, well, obviously, yeah, obviously. But I would like to see them building up to the events of Rogue One. Would be pretty sweet. Um, I think that, but I think it could be a cool show. But I would like to see like the whole ensemble brought back you know, whoever they can get or is willing to come back. How does this Imperial um, meet the, the the rebels to say, hey, I can get you the, you know, the information, that kind of thing. I want to see them, new Black Series figures. We're going to have a ton of figures yeah, yeah. in the next, next three years. A nice Kenobi one would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe... Um, Maybe Vader, a uh, no, uh, you know, I mean, it's Hasbro. They're going to redo the packaging anyway, but yeah, a Vader with a removable helmet, and you know. Mm. So, what do you think about the galaxy's, you know, lover of machines and the ladies, Lando? Lando's interesting because, um, is it Donald Glover? Was his name? In Solo, yes. Yes, he stole that movie. He was so good. I, he, he was, is Lando. He was like, if you would have said, um, that's Billy D. Williams, you know, I, 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 he was that good. He just studied him so well. I think it'd be, it's going to be interesting. However, I think it would be more interesting if they had him doing stuff with Han. I think it's a great way to bring Solo in, um, and of course Chewbacca, and I'd I'd like to see more of them kind of like working together because they're not exactly buddies yet, you know, you know. So kind of like building up to that friendship um, and some of their I'm things to go on. To, I'm curious to see how he takes over Cloud City. Sure, yeah. Like, how does he? Does he just win it in a game of Sabic? Does he? You know, it's. And and where does he find Lobot? There you go. Well, yeah, I believe depending on one of the things you read, they were um there's more than one. Uh of Lobot? Lobots, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I could be wrong, but I believe so. Um and will it have Billy D. Williams in it? Will it be like a young and an old Lando? Someone suggested they should do it like a young Indiana Jones right. where Billy D narrates it. That would be pretty interesting, him narrating it. Um, I would like to see... You don't, and you know what? Speaking of narration, do you think James Earl is coming back to do Obi-Wan? I'm sure he will. Um, um, because as good of a voice actor as you are, uh, nobody can get nail that voice right. Yeah. When you, I mean, everybody tries to do Darth Vader. Even we do. When's the no. last time? When's the last time he did Vader? Revenge of the Sith, probably. Rogue One. If did he have any lines in Rogue One? It would definitely be Sith. Revenge of the Sith. 
Right. Because of the no. But then Rogue One came after. Yeah. Um. You know what? He might have done some episodes. I was gonna say, what was Vader's voice in in Episode Nine? Uh, Episode Nine. Uh, no, no, I do not believe so. But I, I'm, I, I'm like I said, I could be wrong. But um, I believe he will. He'd come back if, if fast because um, it's a paycheck. He, it's it's a paycheck. But I, I think he's just that cool of a guy. You know, like he he enjoys the character and he's. You know, it's like, why not? You know, like you're you're continuing on this great legacy, and he, he, you know, he shares the credit with other people, which is also nice. Right. You never felt like, you no, know, hey, I'm Darth Vader. It's him. It's the guy in the suit. It's the stun man in the suit, which is a great way to look at it. Now, how do you feel about the Alkalite, a female-centric series mystery thriller? It's the final days of the High Republic. Uh, I have no idea what to think because even with that little sentence there, I have no idea what it's about. Like, All I, right, I, but what I'm getting at is like mystery thriller. Like, is that is that a genre we want to see in well, Star Wars? Star Wars has like other uh, a genre in its own way. I mean, it had a um a zombie novel where um a star destroyer they come upon a a floating ship that's infected with like zombies. So um, they have kind of gone into other areas of things. So mystery thriller. I don't know. It's like a detective in space. Like, like yeah, you that's, know, Nancy that's, drew in outer space. I don't, yeah, I don't that's know. A, that's the feeling I got into. I was the like, tough, yeah. you know, the tough thing is that, that they tell you some of these, they give you very little information on. So you're like, okay what is this one about and then right. you have to kind of wait to see it could turn out to be you know awful but it could could turn out to be you know extremely yeah, cool it may surprise us yeah so that's that's you know we have we will learn patience as obi-wan said now the bad batch we've been hearing about this for a while i'm excited so i watched the trailer or whatever that was um well that is this this place after Clone Wars or during the Clone Wars? Like, who, who are these I really, Yeah, I really want to say after, only because are they, they're basically mercenaries now. Are they clones? Yes. And they're... But they, yeah, because if you notice, they when they take off all their helmets, they kind of do resemble okay. one another. So these are some of the clones who didn't or perhaps resisted Order 66. Because there, I know in um, Rebels, there was some like that that they wound up meeting. Um, I'll be it honest with you, it gives me an A-team feel. Yeah, um, I've just started watching Clone Wars to try to like. I'm gonna go through the watch the movie. I'm gonna start the series. They're gonna do Rebels to kind of catch up so I can be ready for the show. Um, that's how I feel about the the Mandalorian in a way. It has that '80s. You know, like he's a guy. He goes, you know, he helps help somebody out. Get and then and just the end credits always makes me think of like an eighty. He's like Knight Rider, but his spaceship doesn't talk. Um, the Mandalorian. He's just this cool dude. Um, you but, know, now that you mention it, 
I, I guess maybe my question was ridiculous before about the Alkalite, but they really are trying different genres within Star Wars because Mandalorian this is a Western. Western. Right. Yeah, definitely. Mandalorian's a Western. Um, the Bad Batch reminds me of the A Team. Or like the Dirty Dozen, you know, just like. Exactly. Yeah. You know, a ragtag bunch of guys. Well, actually, that's what I'm thinking the Rangers of the New Republic is. I'm going to get yeah. that feeling from it. Maybe they're, uh, you know, like when there's a mission that's, they're like the Green Berets of the Rebel Alliance, you know. The, yeah. The, the Rebels, perhaps. Uh, Star Wars Visions, I think, sounds excellent. Um, and it's very little known other than short it, films from 10 different Japanese animation creators. So yeah, it's, it's basically it's Star Wars anime. And if you have ever watched Star Wars Galaxy Adventures, which are only a minute long. From Titmouse, yeah. Titmouse animation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that's the that animation? Yep. So um, what I like about that is that when you watch that show on on YouTube and Star Wars, Star Wars Kids, in that minute, they recreate scenes from the movie. They animate new scenes to the dialogue. And it's like incredible. And it has an anime feel already. It, it's it's a bit, you know, regular animation, but it's also a bit anime. And I'm like, they should just make this into a movie. They should just reanimate the episodes four, five, and six and do what they did. And I would go pay to see it. I really would because I love it that much. Uh, they do. It just like bl blows my mind. It's like seeing the movie all over again. And how many times you get that feeling to like, like you said that a while ago about when you were reading the Ronin, you wanted to get that feeling again right. of reading it and, and getting that, that exhilaration. It's just like, that's what I feel with, with galaxy uh, adventures. Now they, of course they have toys and all that. Um, that's, you know, when you, when, when you do something with star Wars, you get toys, you know, I, I just think that's how it is. That's not a bad thing. Not a, no, there's no negative not in that. All. I'm not complaining. Um, I like toys. Um, you know, I like Star Wars toys, so it's fine. Now, a droid story. How do you feel the, about that? Uh, this is weird. So, I'm curious because yeah. apparently they're going to introduce a brand new character. Droid or human? I don't know. She just said this is going to lead to uh, a new character that. R2 okay. and C3PO have this mission that nobody else knew about except them. Okay, so here's my thoughts on this. So I was thinking about this before. I guess BB8 isn't in it. I guess Dio from That's what I thought too. Yeah. Right? But then I was thinking, oh man, I hope this isn't like gonna be one of those like episodes of droids the cartoon. If you remember um back in like late eighties, they had that cartoon. Yeah, you didn't like droids? No, I thought Bo I I thought Boba Fett looked cool as an action figure in it, um, but it was just like the like the main characters were lame, the humans, and I don't. Yeah. I I like to think of these two as uh, part of the the main series, and of course, you know, like you see how they come across. So really, let's put it this way: they can't really be something like droids in a way. Because Anakin creates 3PO and he's there until episode two, if I remember correctly. And then 
and of course Archie's with him, you know, with them the whole time. So I don't think there's really a time when they're away unless they do something where somebody, you know, in the ranks sends them on a mission. Um, I, this is actually this is probably the one I'm the most unsure of because I think it could get really stupid or it could be really good. And, you know, like I dig robots. I think they're awesome or, or droids for that matter. Um, so I'd like to see more R2-D2. I just hope, I hope they got a good idea going for this because I really couldn't think of, I can't think of anything that I would have them do, you know? And it's animated. Oh, it's going to be animated. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, well, we'll see. I'm, I'm holding out that it's not another droids. Uh, you know, another project we have coming out with Star Wars that was announced was a, a tech, uh, excuse me if I mispronounce this, Takio Waititi a Star Wars movie that he's directing, which um, I love that guy. I love that he did the voice of IG-11. I love that he directed episodes. I love his, um, well, I really need to watch Thor again that he did. Um, Ragnarok. Yeah, because see... Well, he shines. Whole... He shines. In... You know what the, the problem with me with what Thor... we do in the shadows. Oh, the, the movie. Yes, I mean I, I love even the TV show. He's the TV there. show. Yeah, his he is just like he's so cool. You know, I love New Zealand, and um, it just I really want to see what he brings to it because what he did in the Mandalorian was so great, and then he did um, you know, he did the movie Jojo Rabbit. Which is based off a book. And, excellent, um, excellent movie. And he has something coming, something else coming out. I read about. So I I can't think off the top of my head. That just sounded really good. And I think he's just like this filmmaker. You really can pin into one genre. He did vampires. He's science fiction. You know, film that takes place during uh, World War Two. So it's like you can't you know, peg him to one specific thing. So I, I would like, I like to, I would like to, I'm looking forward to see what he does with his Star Wars movie. Is it's going to be a trilogy? Is it going to be a, a single film? Will it be an existing character, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just glad it's not a prequel. And I hope there's a ton of Jedi in it. That would be cool. That's my, that's my hope. Cause be cool. I've said this before. I don't want to see where my characters have been. I want to see where they're going. Well, then you're kind of looking at the, the Disney trilogy characters. Exactly. Well, it, I mean, if they do come back, great. But mm-hmm. if we're introduced to another a new set, a new set, right. But in the, you know, past episode nine, that's what I'm looking for. Okay. Uh, then we got the Rogue Squadron show. Is that live action? Yes. Yeah, it's a movie. It's going to be a movie. Yeah, theatrical. Patty Jenkins. Now, I'm, I'm thinking, are they going to have Wedge Antilles, somebody play him? Because you can't really have Rogue Squadron without him. Well, the she did say this is a new generation of pilots. Okay. So, who knows? It could be um, po, maybe Poe. Poe Dameron, yep. That's what I was thinking myself. That would be interesting. But he is so busy right now. What is he he's, up to? he's in Dune. He is Moon Knight, who we're going to talk about in a few minutes. Uh, I mean, the man's busy, so if he's got time for Rogue Squadron, God bless. 
<laughs> uh, so you children of blood and bone, which is based off a book. You know, you're more familiar with this one than I am, I believe. Um, it's based on a book. It's uh, about an African American girl. She is basically looking for magic to return to her people, the Magi. Okay. Yeah, the book came out a few years ago. It's uh, it's a uh, one of those young adult novels. It's a live action or an animated movie. I believe it's live action. Okay. Um, Willow coming to Disney Plus. I am um, so excited for this. I'm I'm thrilled for this. I'm happy to see uh, Warwick Davis back. Um, you know, it has me think of so many like uh, the original characters. Will we see? Will we see Mad Mardigan? Will we see? Um, now yeah. we we talked about this before because it was announced a while ago. Yeah. Yes, that was. Yeah. I mean, Val Kilmer was in Jane Silent Bob reboot. Was he really? So yeah. So maybe he can be a king, exactly, or or you know something. You know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't so, think so. Mar- I would love to see him come back. Definitely. I don't know if Martigan would be as mad in this one because he'll be a little bit older. But you know, one of the great parts of Willow was Val Kilmer. He was just so great in that movie. You know, the brownies were great. Those two little guys. Um, Willow himself, of course, uh, is just a great movie. Now. Uh, Here's what I'm curious about. Now I know Lucas sold Lucasfilm to Disney, but a long time ago, gosh, back in the 90s, there was a sequel to Willow. It was only a book. Right. Three books by um the X-Men writer Claremont. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Trilogy. Yeah. And and uh I remember I'm I am kind of curious if they're gonna take anything away from that series because a Lord Danning goes bad. Yeah. I'm yeah. At least in the book. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you know what? It kind of depends on what they're going to consider Canon. So a lot of the Star Wars stuff um, of old back before Disney bought isn't considered Canon. So will this be, will that, will those books be considered Canon? It's going to be based on that, I guess. If if not, they'll come up with a whole new concept. Um, you know, it could be another person trying to take over, uh, take over the land. It could be, um, it could really be anything, to be honest with you. So it will be interesting. Yeah, I'm just curious to see if they get any of his ideas, or or if they actually ask Claremont to like pen an episode or something. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. I'm just glad to see uh, Warwick Davis playing him again. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this before we jump into our next thing. I know he's one my, of your number ones. My hero. What was your what was your reaction when you heard this announcement? So, uh, Indiana Jones is like, um, uh, I uh, wow. See, I love Indiana Jones, and it's so they say this is going to be the final movie. Yep. So, the Harrison Ford. It's a conclusion. I think if they wanted to conclude it, they already did at the end of Last Crusade, riding off into the sunset. You don't get any better than that. That's true. Now, Spielberg's not going to direct it. And it's kind of hard to imagine a movie of Indiana Jones without Spielberg. That said, I think it's kind of cool for Spielberg to be able to go to this movie as a fan and not have to like 
see the movie that he just spent so many months of his life filming and then editing and, and, and all that stuff. Now, what would you like to see from this movie besides uh, brand new indie toys? Well, Tom, that's a very good question. And I'm glad you asked that because I do have answers. I've always felt that the best Indiana Jones movies are Raiders and Last Crusade. Uh, Raiders is just because that's where we're introduced to them. And Last Crusade, because it has this great uh back and forth with the father and, and you know solids in it and marcus is in it so it's the characters from raiders and it's you know it's got all this great adventure and excitement so originally when lucas created um indiana jones he was just this dude who archaeologist who goes and does different things he goes to one of their original ideas was like he would do be in a haunted house and they wound, they wound up writing a script where he or he would um he went to a haunted castle in Scotland, never filmed. Um, there was another one where he um dealt with aliens before the you know the fourth movie was ever made. There's one that took place in New Jersey of all places. Uh, one of the scripts. I'm like, there's nothing interesting in this state at all, other than that the fact that he was Indiana Jones was born in New Jersey. The character. Uh, and New Jersey's weird. And New Jersey's weird. We got pff, read the magazine, folks. Um, so what do I want to see? I, I I think the reasons why one and three are so good is of the, the partly is the MacGuffin. So the MacGuffin is what Indies after. It's a term that uh, Hitchcock coined. It's what kind of moved the, the movie along. The MacGuffin, Ark of the Covenant, the uh Christ last cup. I, I like those two movies also because they have a, a religious element to it. He's going after this certain item from theology. So what would I like to see? Well, they could always do like maybe uh, Noah's Ark. They can do um, the, the spear of destiny. The okay. Spear we, I'm sorry. Go on. Oh, sure. So the spears were Pierce Christ's side. This is actually something I believe Hitler was actually actually looking for. So there's always, there's always these religious items that who's ever after them will give them power. But you already mentioned Last Crusade. How do you want to see Indy go off into the sunset? Does well, he get his girl at the end? Where he did. See, he did he, in part four. So you, you got shoots, married, married Marion. Yeah, and he shoots Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he's not gonna. That kid ain't coming back. No. Um, I think there's this. There's whatever the it has to plug into the MacGuffin. So this item, whatever he's after, if it's the final Indiana Jones movie, um, what is it gonna be? No, I I kind of like to see Excalibur, and I'd kind of like to see Thor's hammer Mjolnir. Um, you think he'll die? I think if he dies, that's going to be the worst ending imaginable. There's no writing off. I mean, you when you walk out of his movies, you want to you want that Indiana Jones theme playing, and you want like goosebumps, and you want to walk out like you're going to go like beat the hell out of something like like him. You know, you want to feel like him. So having him die isn't. I don't think it's just good idea but 
well, this is a tough this is a tough question. I really think they had the final the the best ending and they Spielberg did it. I mean, literally riding off into the sunset. That's what they said. It's, you got me stumped, Tommy. I'm gonna tell you, I, I, I can't think of anything better than that. I mean, he married well, Marion. That was cool, but that's really the way to go. It's just, you know, going off to live to do another adventure on another day. And that's how I like to always think of him going as. Well, you're going to have a lot of time to think about it because it's coming out in 2023. Yeah, if that. Um, how crazy. And you know, there's one other thing I'll say. In the Young Indie Chronicles, the show is always began and ended with an Indiana Jones who is 91 years old. So will they do something like that? You know, like, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's the way to go that he eventually retires or something doesn't go adventuring. I'm, I'm at a, it's a tough one. I, I don't, I don't have a, a definitive answer for you. I do. A, I, I, I'm terrible. You're going to have to fire me. Well, no, we'll find out in three years. Yeah, three years. We hope as we go into our next topic, um, good for Disney for being, uh, for getting Disney plus, out a year ago because the majority of this stuff is going to be going to to disney plus you know it's like they're in a way set that if the movie theaters become an issue with an ongoing pandemic that we can still see new material um and disney plus i think is going to be playing a bigger and bigger part in what they do whether they release it into theaters as well at the same time. However, um, the beginning of March 26th of next year, the Disney plus will be going up a dollar a month. So it's going to be um, seven in seven ninety nine per month or the equivalent of seventy nine ninety nine per year. I think that was something that was kind of expected to happen sooner or later, but um, yeah. So Disney Plus is just like a, it's just like a whole new way to to get stuff out. So, I don't know. Continue. So our favorite cinema storyteller, Kevin Feige, was up next with a slew of Marvel announcements. It's just it was like one after the other. I was so happy to see a new WandaVision, which is coming out January fifteenth. Let me tell you that trailer. I watched it last night. Incredible. You know, and it was just like the first one for me. It was the music. This distorted oh, version the monkeys, of the yes. monkeys cheer up sleepy jean. Um, sleepy jean. It just had such a like this echoey effect. It made the trailer even better. Um, so yeah, I, I love the choice that they use for the song. And it just makes me look at that like it's just mishmash of stuff that we saw growing up. Like you know, reruns of I love um, I love Lucy and the Brady Bunch and all this other stuff. And it's like you're trying to you know you, you see the stone from uh, Vision's head in one scene, just like in, you know in the center of the screen. And you're like, okay, what is this about? And it's just like now it, it could be I'm in the title. So, I'm so curious how they're going to pull this off because they have Wanda, they got Vision right in their own story, but. At the same time, it's going to set up events in Doctor Strange. Right. Well, it might be in the title. The, when you look at this title, it's called WandaVision. 
but it has a capital V and it's all one word. Is this Wanda's vision of what things should be like? Or is it Wanda and Vision to get, you know, it could be a play on the on that name, that title. But yes, it's gonna go into Doctor Strange and from there, even Spider-Man, because Doctor Strange is gonna be, I think, I believe in Spider-Man. So it's it's just like this whole multiverse expanding now. Is she part of um is she stronger in her abilities? Is does she have more power? Um that does she create control? the multiverse? Well, there you go. Does she, that's a great question. Um no more mutants or no more or mutants. Well, yeah, I mean not, yeah, now that they own Fox, they can start doing that. You know, they got they have the rights to the X-Men now, the films with, with Fox. So this could be um opening up an entire new thing. Now, how do you feel about Doctor Strange and the multiverse? Or even the whole multiverse with I like Spider-Man? Because they're they're gonna start pulling characters from different universes. Like America Chavez has been announced. Yeah. She's not part of the 616. I like the concept of the Spider-Verse. I, I think it's kind of cool that the three actors who have played Spider-Man so far are going to be in one movie together, whether it's all the movie or just cameos. As for the Doctor Strange, I just want to, I really want to see a Doctor Strange movie. I don't want to see him like dealing, I, I want to see him dealing with his strangeness of it all. Like these weird universes that he explores and not kind of being the uh, the nucleus of, or the nuclei of, of like the multiverse. Um, multiverses are, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the concept, but I do like the Spider-Verse. I do like, um, like, like we were talking about the turtles. I like that concept. If they started pulling this with Star Wars, I would be like, oh, I do not like this. That's how I would feel if they created these alternate versions of, characters um i think the multiverse is something that's like um i think it's cool if they kept all the characters obviously in the same universe but um when you go expanding and expanding you know i think it gets kind of confusing after a while it's just like when you're trying to unravel a sweater and somebody keeps knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting uh, you can get my reference. <laughs> oh, PB Herman. Never mind. Uh, well, what do you think of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I'm curious. Uh, uh, they messed up for me because I, I did like U.S. Agent, but he's in it though. He is, but he's not the John Walker from the comics. Okay, at least I don't think he is. You know, he's he's trying to get. I mean, honestly, I think the whole thing's a, a racial show. Because all these people are trying to give somebody else the shield. Okay. However, See, he's not, you know, he's just some guy the government wants. You know, right. he's okay. not the true successor like the Falcon. Right. I love the fact that the Winter Soldier's in it. Yes. I love the fact that, you know, him and Bucky are a team now. Yes. I, I, I There's two things about that. First, I like Bucky with long hair better. But just a side thing. I liked in Civil War 
when they were kind of like at odds with each other, almost in a way because like they're jealous that they're both each of each other, that they're friends with Cap. And he's like, can you move up your chair? And he's like, no. You know, like, I want to see a bit of that. And there was some of that in the trailer. But I hope there's more of that. Like you see them. It's like a buddy show. But, um, you know, they're kind of paired together at first at odds. And slowly they kind of like become the buddies. There was a great shot, though, of the Falcon flying through the canyon being shot after. And that was just so sweet. Um, but, yeah, I I don't I, I look forward to it, but I'm not sure really what it's about just from watching the trailer. You know, I. Right. And that, it's only six episodes. Yeah, and that's like Kenobi. kind of weird. Yeah, it's almost like unless you're coming back for a second season, six ep- or that's going to lead into something else. Six episodes is kind of like, you know, you got to have your, your story well thought out so that you hit every point to get that story told or else you're at the end. I'm going to just be like, what just happened here? I felt the same way about Loki. Like I saw the trailer and all I have are questions. Yeah. Well, he is the guy with the silver tongue after all. Um, Loki, Loki. I don't, I don't think he's supposed to understand it. I mean, he is the God of mischief. I love. So I'm, I'm a huge Norse mythology fan. Um, And I've been doing a ton of reading of Norse mythology lately um, for other items that I'm working on. Loki is without a doubt one of my favorite characters, um, but I love the actor. I think he's so great in that role. What he's doing in this movie, I have no clue. Um, what the TVA is, uh, I have no clue. Why Owen Wilson's in it, I have no clue. But I was, I was like, wait a second. I was like, why does that guy look familiar? Um, I mean, I'll give it a shot. The first yeah, episode, this is somehow out. leading into doctor strange as well i believe it's somehow connected to the multiverse or something at least originally i heard it was going to be it, it's kind of i'll watch it just because it's you know he, he's such a cool actor but um i i really don't know what the show is about and there was that one cool scene though when he jumps out of the plane and um with this suitcase of money and it made me think of this mystery of a guy named db sweeney he he robbed a bank and kidnapped a plane, uh, took a plane hostage in midair, and jumped out of the plane when it was in the air. And he's never been, they never solved the mystery of this man. Um, I think it was back in the 70s or the 60s. But that whole scene made me think of this D.B. Sweeney thing. But I, I did like the part when he jumps out and all of a sudden the uh, the Bifrost just kind of like the rainbow, the, uh, the rainbow bridge, the Bifrost just like zaps him out of the out of air. That was pretty sweet. So, um, and he does run for president. You know, I would like a pin that says vote for Loki because um, Loki's, I wouldn't vote for him because, you know, you can't trust him. <laughs> so what if is next? Yeah. I have been waiting what do you think patiently. I can't wait. If it, if they do it correctly, if it gets done correctly, I'm going to love it. Do you think they did it correctly from what you saw? Well, they have the Archer type animation. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that, but yeah, you know what? Neither was I at first. It's growing on me because I, yeah. I do love Archer, but I am kind of curious why they wanted to go with this style of animation. Yeah, sure. 
Um, I do love the fact that it takes place in the MCU. And it's yes, yes. So it's did did you get the impression that Doctor Strange was um, the Beyonder? No, that's the that's the impression that's I got. Great, really? I, I could be wrong. I mean, that. I didn't see a white jacket or that's or, that's, uh, that's the bald girl. Oh, who's the who was the the bald dude? Uatu, the Watcher. Oh, I'm sorry, the Watcher. I meant. Did you get this feeling that he was like becomes the Watcher? No, but I mean, then there was that really cool scene of him fighting himself. It would, yes, I saw that. That was yeah, cool. That was right at the end. And then when he's looking at all those hieroglyphics and falls, so you may that might be your Doctor Strange sequel that you've wanted, right? You know, for his episode. I am curious to see what the rest of the series is going to be like because. The- well. The first one is Agent Carter. What if, right. What if Agent Carter was the super soldier? I thought the shield looked cool, but um, to me, it, it just makes me think of She-Hulk. And then it's like, well, you're doing a She-Hulk show, so why even bother with this episode? Mm. I don't, you know, that's hey, just... I, I love the What If sh- uh, series, especially right. when Jim Valentino did it. But th- this is like What If based off of the characters from the movie? Correct. So I, it's kind of like that's an e- that's kind of just like an easy one. Give it, you know, give it to. Uh, I I, I want to see. I mean, more there's out of the show. There's there's going to be a lot of different stuff in it. Like yeah, uh, T'Challa is Star Lord. Yes, that was interesting. That was very interesting. Um, I I do want to see what the Tony Stark twist is going to be. Yes, some. It wasn't was a Bucky was in this, right? The Winter Soldier. Yes, it's like he catches the shield long hair. Yep. Yeah, and he turns around and throws like he just spins and chucks it. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this one is interesting. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not like a thousand percent looking forward to it, but um, I'll probably I probably will check it out just because, you know, why not? So Ms. Marvel is getting her own TV show. And she will also be featured in Captain Marvel 2. Right. And Captain Marvel, I read a, I read, um, a rumor. I'm not putting our, uh, our good word on the line that um, they might be recasting Captain Marvel. Brie Larson might not be in it. But I, again, I don't know if that's true or not. You just, you know, it's the internet. There's so much out there. They that's should just... True. I mean, Monica Rambeau is is Spectrum now. I mean, they should just make her Captain Marvel flat and they, out. And it very I well mean, might. You know, she's gonna. I mean, let's face it. The next Avengers movie, she's probably gonna lead it. I would like to see that. I'd like to know what the big. She she led it in the comics. Well, like what what event would it be? You know, what would they do? The big one. Yeah, like That's what would they be question. leading up to? Like, what is there? Well, yeah, I mean, there's tons. I mean, like you very well said, it could be, you know, the Beyonder. It's not going to be Secret Invasion. We know that that's going to be a show or something like that. Right. Um, so, yeah, Kang, so Ms. Marvel. Kang, I've heard rumors of uh, Kang the Conqueror. He's going to be an Ant-Man in the Quantumverse. Oh, okay. Or Quantum Mania. Is, is he a Ant-Man villain or is he an Iron Man villain? He's an Avengers villain. Oh, okay. Sort of Iron. Oh, yeah, he sort of fits in then. 
So Ms. Marvel, brand new story, you know, circling about a new family, just like in the, the comic. It's like and new. and she was a huge fan of Captain Marvel, so I'm sure it's gonna be connected somehow. Okay. Okay. And then how do you feel here, about this one? Here's my Indiana Jones, apparently, <laughs> Moon Knight. Now I'm curious because Moon Knight is typically a street level character. You know, like, uh, kind of like Daredevil, right? Kind of like Daredevil. Now, the fact that you know they're gonna deep dive right in Honshu and the Moon God and all this other stuff, I'm curious. I'm even more curious on how all the other personalities are gonna fit into this role. Yeah. Now, I've never read Moon Knight, so to me, it's kind of like a brand new thing. Um, who do they just cast for this role? Poe Dameron. No, no, thank you. Yes, you just said it too. <laughs> Forgot already. Um, What's his real name? Shoot. Um, Oscar. Isaacs, right? Uh, Isaac. One of the Oscar Isaacs. Isaac Oscar. Something yeah. like that. No, Oscar Isaacs. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I, you know, I always think of him as two things. I think of him as Poe. And I think of him as the voice of um, Gomez Adams. Because uh, he was in the animated movie. So like the play like... um. Moon Knight's kind of gritty. I'm taking it. Yeah, he's a street level character. It'd be interesting to see him play that kind of like, yeah. you know. Right. I am curious to see where they go because I mean, his. If you think about it, he was he was a a soldier, okay. and he was in you know out in the the desert, you know, dying. That's how he finds the sun god and becomes. Um, sun god, excuse me, the moon god, and becomes his warrior. You know what'd be interesting, or his soldier. If they did a what if of the Punisher doing that, finding that instead of Frank Castle finding it, instead of whoever becomes Moon Knight, that'd be an interesting what if. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up because they didn't mention it. But you know what? Let's just jump into She Hulk real quick because sure. she was announced. And the way, it. the way Fahey said it, all I'm thinking is it's going to be Ally McBeal with superpowers. I like that kind of, that, that, that uh, description of it. Um, she is a lawyer. So right. that's but your Ally he McBeal. Said, he said it was going to be funny. So I'm thinking it may be well, somewhat of a comedy. Depending on the version of She-Hulk you're going with. I mean, Dan Slott did write the comic, which was funny. So did John Byrne. Right? So like, if you look at it that way, it's... It's not like the savage She-Hulk. But here's something that caught my attention when he said, he's like, you never know what characters are going to show up. Right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Jennifer is going to go up against Matt Murdock. See, that would be sweet in in, in, in a legal case as a lawyer. Yes. Um, And then there's also Tim Roth coming back as the abomination. That's awesome. That was a great announcement. Yeah, and most likely Mark Ruffalo is going to be back. Yeah. Now, I wonder if they'll bring in Doc Samson or something like that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, like you said, you never know. I mean, here's what I don't want them to do, and I'm really hoping they know about this. My problem with the Supergirl CW series Mm -hmm. is basically they took all the cool stories from Superman and just put Supergirl in his place. Okay. You know, they never they never really went for originality as far as 
the long-term stories. I want Jennifer to have her own stories. You know what? If they, if Mark Ruffalo is going to do it, maybe they'll do an origin episode right. where he gives her the transfusion. Right. You know, I'm fine with that. But if they bypass that, I'm fine with that too. Just, I want it to be an original She-Hulk. You know, I mean, it's great Tim Roth is back as the abomination, but I want her to get her own supervillain. What would be interesting is if they do something, if they're making it kind of like a comedy, if like the case that she represents every episode is somebody it could be like, you know, Spider-Man appears or, or something like that. They, they might go that route. Well, they might go, maybe she has to defend a villain in one episode or, you know, who knows? I, if it's going to be a kind of a comedy though, I, I just hope they, I don't think they would, but I hope they don't do a laugh track. Cause I, I hate laugh tracks. No, I don't, you I don't think so. Think, no, that okay. laugh track's been gone for years. Thank God. I hate I, when I watch reruns of things and as a laugh track, ugh. Now, how do you feel about Secret Invasion? This is the Nick Fury Samuel L. Jackson vehicle. No idea, because I never read it. I Um, read it, and I'll be honest with you, I did not like it. Who was the invader? Was it the the Skrull or the Kree? It was Skrulls. Okay, yeah. So the whole, the comic uh, miniseries was based on our super, our favorite Marvel heroes have actually been Skrulls for years. And all uh, of a sudden, now they're they're being, you know, they're being shown for who they truly are. So nobody trusts anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll be oh, honest yeah. with you. I'm I'm sorry about the creative team, but it it was horrible. I, I that was that was right before I left comics. You know, it's and interesting then that though. Was part of it that kind of has like that McCarthyism era to it of like the whole witch hunt and, you know, back then of, you know, who was a communist, who was an eye, you just, you know, the, the house of, um, what was that? The house of un American representatives or, but it, it has that feel to it of like, you know, your neighbor, you know, he, something that's not right about him. He must be a communist. And then, exactly. you, got, you know, the whole government coming down on you. Um, if that's was just, you know, with everybody's not trusting each other, but it's also interesting in a way that your heroes were pr- protecting you. And now that you find out that they're not human and that they're aliens, all of a sudden they stop trusting the heroes. And I don't know if whether or not they were actually there to do good or not, or just to somehow take over Earth. I know I, I didn't read it. So were they taking over Earth? I don't know. But it, it could pose an interesting theory. Like, can you even trust your heroes? Well, here's what I'm kind of curious about. So Nick Fury is in charge of this. Are we finally going to see Shield take a bigger role in the MCU? Like, are we going to see Nick Fury take over Shield? And I'm referring to the Agents of Shield mm-hmm. that just got canceled. So that would be interesting if they brought those characters back and actually have Nick Fury, Nick Fury, excuse me, lead them. Yeah, you know, what? I mean, it very well could be. It's, it's um, right now. It's all a guessing game. Yeah. Which leads us into Black Panther 2. Kevin Feige announced that they will not recast T'Challa. Which is honestly the, Chadwick Boseman. The best way to go. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm definitely for this. Uh, I believe it's what, his sister? The character's sister is going to be playing him? Playing Black Panther? Well, 
I don't know for a fact. They said okay. Coogler is still working on the, the script. Okay. But in the comic, she does. She right, becomes exactly. the new Black Panther. So I don't I I would love to see that. That's, I would see that's yeah, exactly. wonderful. Yeah. Um again, one of the ones we're gonna have to wait and see. Black Widow is gonna stick to their theatrical date. So Marvel or Disney doesn't want to get caught up in that HBO Max controversy. May 7th, 2021. Well, yeah. why would they be caught up in that if it's a Disney movie? You could just go right to Disney Plus. Why would it like, like the whole HBO Max? You're saying how theaters are like getting pissed. Yeah. Okay. That may all right. No, that's fine. That makes sense then. Um, yeah. Uh there's a lot of you know, the theaters are taking a hit. Um I think it's wise, like with Disney Plus, we'll be releasing certain things in the theater and on Disney Plus. I think that's kind of the safest way to do it because a lot of people might not feel comfortable going to a theater. Um, well, I'm just curious to see if know. it'll make the May 7th. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I'm curious if Ghostbusters is really going to hit the theaters or not, or is it just going to eventually go somewhere you know, to streaming? Because at this point, show me the movie already. Right. I've waited so, this long. Armor Wars is going to feature War Machine. That's her next announcement. Now, yeah. I love Iron Man. I'm a big fan. Loved the original Armor Wars. But I don't know. Rhodey taking the lead on it. I just, I don't know. You um, know, I, I was hoping, I'm hoping Robert Downey is a part of it somehow. But I just, I mean, hmm. they're probably going to be like, well, you know, it's the heart of the story. Just now we don't have Tony. We have Rhodey. Okay, I'll right. I'll, I'll take the ride. But I just, <laughs> I don't know. I, it just, it, it's it's always going to seem a little off to me. Because okay. I, I love Armor War so much. And then, you know. And then probably coming out of that is going to be Ironheart. The Riri, Riri Williams story. Ironheart was okay. It was a very interesting. Yeah, a lot of it. people, a lot of people have been speculating that her armor's voice, if you will, or her Friday, is going to be Tony Stark. That'd be cool. Yeah, whether you know Robert Downey comes back and doing the voice, that'd be awesome. If he doesn't, that's fine. I am curious to see what she does and if it's actually part of the Armor Wars story. Because basically, Armor Wars is just all these villains have, you know, Stark technology. So they're uh. building their own suits. You know, you Stilt Man, uh, World Wind, you know, all those guys. So I'm wondering if Riri is a part of that story. Right. Shang-Chi is coming out. Um, kind of interested in this one. Yeah, back in the 70s. Now, uh, did you ever read uh, Shang-Chi? Uh, I have not. I've only been familiar with him from like the ultimate line of books when he was an ultimate spider-man when i read that years ago um i remember they they had him in that but that's all i know of him um taking it it's going to be you know some kind of kung fu type comic a lot of action a lot of fighting um so that could be kind of cool and then the eternals which i have no interest in i'm going to be honest yeah, coming November 5th, 2021. And you can't even do something on that day because it's like time, National Time Travel Day. Oh, shoot, yeah. You know, it's like, what are they doing? 
Uh, yeah, and then um, Hawkeye. I am curious. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious a little, but I'm just not enough to really get you. Yeah, I mean, you really got to be a hardcore like, I guess Hawkeye a Kirby fan. fan. No, no, I'm still on the Eternals. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You know, to uh, um, yeah, yeah. That just doesn't interest me at all. Yeah. So, well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. And then Jeremy Renner's coming back for Hawkeye. Right. And they recast his daughter, I believe. The actress. The girl from uh, Bumblebee. She's She's playing Kate Bishop. The same girl? Yeah. Oh, I could have sworn. Yeah, Haley Seinfeld. Okay, never mind. I thought there's something else that I must have been reading. Um, and then Netflix. I'm, I believe this is going to be based on the graphic no, or the miniseries that came out when Kate took over from Clint. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, is this animated or is this? No, it's live action. That's kind of stupid. I <laughs> is it like is it Disney Plus or is it? I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm assuming Disney I, Plus. I don't know about this one. <laughs> I, I, I like the concept of the I am Groot baby Groot shorts, but I think they're a little late on this. You know what? I think because of the the gap between two and three. Yeah. They just I, they're probably just being like, hey, remember us? We're you know, we're well, still here. I think that like baby Groot shorts would have been better when they realize how funny and how much people love baby Groot. And now he's kind of been outcuted by baby Yoda. So it's you know well they they always sort of. had like they should just do a garage those shorts with um baby group baby him Yoda. and rocket yeah <laughs> in this corner is Groot in the other corner Grogu uh Thor <laughs> Love and Thunder um Christian Bale's gonna be Gore the God Butcher we will have uh they say um. Chris Hemsworth is getting ripped for this role. Like he is huge. Um, so no more fat Thor. Huh? No more fat Thor. I was not a fan of fat Thor. Um, but kidding me? I am not kidding you. I did not like that at all. I, I thought Dude, that fat, it was fat funny. Thor, fat Thor led a, a whole generation of guys still living in their mom's <laughs> basements collecting comics. Here's what I think. I think it was funny when it happened. And when he reclaimed the hammer, I was expecting him to become normal again. Oh. And exactly. Um, I I think Odin was like, you get your fat ass a Peloton and you work it. You become worthy again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I like I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh yeah, Fat Thor just I couldn't he just stopped me there. I, I didn't even want to I mean, it was sad. I mean, there. Well, boy, you know he is? was depressed. Yeah, that's why I, he became yes, fat. Of course, and you know what it is. Um, it you know it, it, that actually would have led into a good TV show of like Thor the Unworthy. Actually, uh, his roommates, I, I would always picture as a the rock guy and um, yeah. the little yeah, like why he was depressed. So I always kind of felt like at that point he shouldn't be able to pick up Mjolnir again or any type of hammer because he feels that he's not worthy because he did not stop this catastrophe from happening. So he's kind of going through this like um, depression kind of thing. Uh, Hence the overweight 
but it would have made for an interesting Thor, uh, Thor, an interesting story of Thor, where he um, deems himself worthy again, like you know, kind of like this hero coming back. Um, well, to, maybe that's what Love and Thunder is about. Maybe, maybe because Jane is going to be Thor. Gonna, yeah, I wonder how long she'll be it though. You know, like when I see Thor, I want to see some dude kicking Jotun's butts and like I don't have an issue with Natalie Portman but like you know like I like my Norse gods the way they're supposed to be now here's my question are they going to introduce the cancer storyline it's an interesting question how about that she gets it from being around him I think I read that somewhere Um, that could be it and because it's it's kind of interesting because so when she's Jane Foster, the cancer comes back. When she's Thor, the cancer goes away. Right. So what if, uh, it, like, it's Heimdall coming back? We saw him die. Um, I guess he could always come back. He is a god, a demigod. Um, Christian Bale is going to be playing Gore the God Butcher. Um, that would be interesting to see him play, like, a villain um i mean you know if you watch american psycho he's a besides psycho yeah, yeah yeah but like a, a marvel villain you know previously he was batman and now um yeah i yeah i hate it when actors jump around like that yeah so blade, blade is in production and yeah. that's all they're gonna say still yeah. the same cast just we're working on it uh which leads us into quantum mania what ant-man and the wasp three so quantum mania that's the quantum realm correct okay so the quantum realm is different from the negative zone from that's the a great film. question and well in in the comics i would assume so but okay so i'm not talking mcu timeline now. right so is the so was this their version of negative zone at the time but now that they got their rights which is our be the next discussion of Fantastic Four? You know, it's like honestly, I've never been a fan of Fantastic Four. What? Um, yeah, the yeah, first family of Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I just doesn't. I don't. I'm so hyped for this. Fourth I, time is the charm for these guys. Is this the fourth version? Yeah. Well, okay. third version. The first version had two movies. Right. First well, movie. I like. Roger. Let's go back to this. The first movie never came out because it was Roger Corman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I have so, the bootleg. That's why I keep counting it. <laughs> um, and then you have see, I, I don't like the fact that um Chris Evans played Johnny Storm and Captain America. Yeah, that bugs me too. Just because he's so great as Captain America, he played this very humble person so well. And, and he also voiced Casey Jones, but it's besides the point. Um so yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp, interesting, Fantastic Four. Also interesting. I would like to see what they're going to do with the thing. Will it be uh, motion capture? Will it be guy in a suit? Um, you know, each has this advantage. Oh, thing? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's... Um, I think from... We just mentioned about Ragnarok, how his rock guy... I think that's how they're going to do the thing. Was that I think... Was that I motion think, capture? Yes. Okay. Because so I think... I th- believe that Thor Ragnarok was basically Disney telling Fox, hey, we can do this better. Just give right. it. Right. And in motion capture, especially if you have a 
what uh, doing the uh, the effects, you're going to get some top quality um, items there. Um, which I believe is the end of the Marvel part of our discussion, which leads us into Pixar and Disney. So let's just go right to it. Forky asks a question. It's coming back. Forky's got more Forky. questions. He's got a lot. He's only a fork for guts. He's a spork technically, but you know, yeah. he's got a lot of questions. And At least added, he doesn't think he's trash anymore. Yeah, you know, nobody should think. No, any anybody out there listening, you should never think that you're trash. Everybody is worth something. Um, even animated Forky. diary of a wimpy kid. That's movie. interesting. Now, first off, I got. I like say, the originals. Uh, thank you, because I was going to say the original movie is the best Roderick. Um, yes. was, I'm sorry because that remake with Alicia Sil- I'm not even sorry to say this to you. The, the remake with Alicia Silverstone Roderick looked like a girl and yeah, yes kind of I weird. will watch the original Diary of a Wimpy Kids all three of them when they're on Loaded Diaper is the best band out there well <laughs> not the best I mean Rock Sugar is but Loaded Diaper is classic and those movies are funny because like if you have an older brother um, they're just enjoyable Uh yeah, I wonder so, who the voices are going to be. Yeah, and it's but it's so weird because like, you know, he he, what they should do is this: it's an animated movie, but we write in his journal that should be live action. It should be the opposite of the original live action movie, where when he writes in his journal, it's animated, because you know, because he's a cartoonist. And yeah, so it's there's weird. a new Ice Age movie. Yeah, no, no Ice Wild, Age. I have no idea who he is. No, I honestly, I'm not an Ice Age fan. Uh, it was a Fox movie, so Disney gets it thanks to that. Just like um, Anastasia, they uh, inherited that the purchase, so they have another princess. Um, Rasputin was a great villain in that, by the way. Christopher Lloyd as the voice. So the Ice Age movie, um, Ice the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. So if anybody knows what that is, please email us because I don't know. <laughs> Now there's gonna be a live action slash animated Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, don't know so, how I feel about this because I love Rescue Rangers, but I love the animated ones. But here's the thing: so we know that John Mulaney and Adam Sandberg are gonna be in it. Are they gonna be the voices of Chippendale? Because if so, I'm I'm stopping right there. You I, I you cannot all of a sudden change a character's voice. That's like giving. Mickey a deep voice all of a sudden because then well, I, yeah. I mean it could be them just at a higher pitch they could do that yeah but I'm I think I hope that they're in the movie reacting to an animated Chippendale and I don't mean the dancers I'm talking about the you know the little creatures yeah um, that's I don't know this whole movie is just strange to me like I, yeah. I, don't, I don't see it have enough information on it to like even give you they should just thought. do they should just go the DuckTales route. Just make it all animated, you know, maybe maybe a little bit cheaper with uh because I'll be honest with you, and we're gonna talk about this on the regular show. I don't need movie stars to depict voices. No, see here's here's I know the they thing. need I know they need and I'm just gonna sidetrack real quick. I know they need money, I know they need paychecks, but not so much that they're gonna kill a show. I'm going to sidetrack your sidetrack. I don't like movie stars in roles of voices when it comes to stunt casting. My example, Mel Gibson and Pocahontas. 
He was terrible. He should not have been in that movie. Now, some of the choices Disney has made for voice actors in movies have been very good. Um, you know, like, I'm not bringing one to mind at the moment, of course, but some of them have been excellent. And then they have some great people in, in their, um, their catalog of voice actors, like Jim Cummings, who's done a lot of work for them. And let's face it, like, if you're a voice and a voice performer and you can do a character, you deserve like any, every chance you get. Like, I'm so thankful that the original voices for um, the Warner brothers and sister are back. Uh, like, can you imagine if they cast somebody else? That would just be, it wouldn't be right. Like I love Jess Harnell. He's like the coolest guy. Um, so yeah, it's just, but then again, you know what? Pixar uses a lot of, actors for voices and they seem to pick somebody they seem to do we have a really good story okay let's find a voice for this story it's not the other way around hey let's get this hot actor at the moment you know right. like holly hunter wasn't really famous at the moment when she did the incredibles or, or craig t nelson for that matter i was like that's a dude from poltergeist yeah and he was he's great as mr incredible so that's one of the things like I think Pixar is very wise with their casting. So they're also coming out with spark shorts. They're continuing uh, that. What's that? They're just basically little, those short movies who spark are not even, no, no, it's not a character. That's what they call the show spark. Oh, I've never even seen it. Yeah. And then Doug days with Doug, Carl, the from Doug, the dog. Yeah. The dog from up. He's a nice dog. Yeah, he's going to be on his misadventures starting next year. I like dogs. I th I'm going to be honest with you. If I see a dog, and not even my own, if I'm out driving and I see a dog, it kind of makes my day. <laughs> and then Cars oh. is coming out in What's 2022. This this it's a, a road buddy show with uh, him and Nader. So it's like a, is this a movie or a TV show? No, it's a TV show. Is it uh, Owen Wilson? I don't know. I'm sure Larry the Cable Guy is coming back. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, he's got nothing to do. <laughs> Win or lose softball comedy. What is that? Win or lose is um, basically what you just said. It's a comedy with heart from this Pixar. Is... But oh. it takes place on a... The whole show is about a softball team. And every episode is the point of view from every different character that's, that's on the pretty, softball that's, team. That's pretty smart. Yeah. So that's in production. That will like be out sick, in 2023. Kind of like somewhat. A, yeah. That's an interesting idea. Actually. Uh, Luca was announced as their next money. And yeah. that'll be coming the, out in 2022. The interesting part about that is she lives on the second floor. Uh, it's a 90 song. My name is Luca. Oh. I live on the second floor. It's a horrible song. Sorry. That's getting edited. <laughs> Why does it say Italy 2022? Is because it... the movie takes place in Italy. Nice. Me yeah. and you. Animated, buddy. Animated Italy. Uh, Turning Italy. red. Yes. Um, this is now, pretty sweet. This kind of scared me for a second, especially with all that uh, I am not Starfire. Because oh, she, she, she looked, she looked pre-goth. And I'm like, oh, no, she's going to hate somebody. She, the, there's some reason why she's going to turn red, but she poofs into a red panda. That's awesome. 
Yeah, red pandas um, are really adorable. And I, I on my Instagram account, I follow um, two, I found a couple of things about animals. One of them is otters. One of them is pandas. And when you see a red panda standing on two feet, it's so damn adorable. And they're just like, they are cute creatures. This is an interesting idea. Um, I'd love to know who came up with it. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. Now, I want to know who's this next announcement, whose idea this was. Oh, that was mine. Buzz Lightyear, the movie. So, right. So Lightyear takes, tells us about the original Buzz. The actual Buzz. The actual Buzz, which the toy is based off of. So Chris Evans is voicing Buzz. Um, I mean, it, it looks it looks so legit. Wait, they didn't show footage though. Did they? They showed they showed Buzz in in his uniform yeah. flying something. So, is a Space Rangers that an actual thing, or is it a movie? Like you know, like where... this is a movie's movie. So this is a movie's movie. Yeah, that's what yeah. I I'm so like, terming the... it because all right. So you have Toy Story right now. If all the kids were watching a movie. It would be this movie. So a movie. Uh, okay, movie. okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So like this is like our Star Wars. Right. I mean, we play Only with to them. Right. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. This is actually a really interesting idea. Um, this is an amazing idea. Like, I mean, I, a real, like, I want to see a really badass story. Like, you know, Buzz Lightyear just got graduated from the Academy and, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, you know, destroying the, the, Kerr Empire. Or... He's going to take Zerg down. Zerg, first thing. thank you. He's like, no way, man. I'm taking him down. Yeah, so, that'll be um pretty cool. Pinocchio live action with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um, and uh, Zemeckis. Yeah, so I have a feeling we're going to have um, poor motion capture like he did with that horrible holiday train movie. Okay. Um. I, I like Bob Zemeckis. I think he's a great director. Um, I could be wrong about the motion capture. I, I'm not a Tom Hanks fan, but I'm kind of interested to see the way this America's goes. America's dad? No, nah, man. Uh, I, just, I don't like him. I mean, he was great as Toy Story. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I, I want to see this for one reason. The book version... Pinocchio, Pinocchio is an, he's just a brat. Like he deserved to be firewood. And I love what Disney did with the movie. I really love that movie. Disney's Pinocchio is just an excellent film. So which way are they going with this? Are they going to, I really hope they don't base it a lot off the book. Cause he's just like arrogant and he's just, a, he's a jerk in the, in the book. Um, and Geppetto deserved better. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. You know, I'm Italian. I can say it. Um, so, yeah, this movie is going to be interesting, to say the least. Then Moana is coming out with a Disney Plus show. And, you know, this is interesting because this makes me think of the 90s when a lot of the characters got their own TV shows. Right. Like Aladdin and A Little Mermaid. And, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing for their next announcement, the Beauty and the Beast prequel. Well, see, here's the thing. So I love Beauty and the Beast. It's one of my favorite movies, the animated. It's one of my wife's favorite movies. This is going to be um, a live-action prequel. 
So um, Alan Menken will be doing the music. And so far we know Luke Evans, who played Gaston. Um, he was also in The Hobbit. Just I like to throw out some Tolkien every now and then. And Josh Gad will be in it, in this prequel. Uh, um, you don't like him? I don't. I'm not a Josh Gad fan. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of this. The movie, uh, the live action. I felt they, they just missed the mark. Um, Let me ask you this, because I've been debating people about this. I, I hope it's not true, but since you're a big Beauty and the Beast guy, there is a scene in the town square where Gaston's, I guess he's about to go into a, a pub. Mm-hmm. And some people are telling me it's Timon and Pumbaa on like a spike. Uh, and like they're going to grill them. In the live action movie that I no haven't... no no in the animated oh so here's the thing with the animated movie and you're if you watch Beauty and the no let's go back even further um, um if you watch the Hunchback of Notre Dame okay. there's a scene now now that's one of my favorite Disney movies I love the movie I love the book I've always wanted to visit that that church caught on fire um, but there is a scene uh, from of Quasimodo looking down below, and there is Belle walking through the streets of Paris. There is the carpet from Aladdin um, hanging over something, getting the dust knocked out of it. And there is, I believe, Pumbaa on on something like like on a upside down, tied up on a spit, like you know. Oh, okay. So I got my um, movies messed up. Okay. And there's also um, Lady Lady Tremaine from Cinderella was in it. So yeah, those are like little uh, Easter eggs gotcha. from um, so, that, that were in. It's, so they, it's, it's a, it's a so French, they, yeah, it's a French movie because you know. Hunchback so they did and, eat uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Well, somebody might have, yeah. They didn't didn't show that part, but um, that's th- there's also as far as the live action prequel, there's been rumors, nothing definite. Emma Watson might be in it, it maybe here or there. As well as Dan Stevens for the prince, and well, most he'd be the beast in this. Well, I guess he'd be the prince turning into the beast. But there's some talk of them coming back. Um, but it's interesting. I would rather see them. I really prefer the animated version. Um, nothing against Emma Watson; she's great, and as Hermione, I, she's an okay Belle. This the movie didn't do it for me. Um, I thought Cinderella was a better live action. Um, but you know, like not every live action movie is going to be a hit. So it's kind of like, you know, what can you do? So tell me about Peter and Wendy. Peter Pan and Wendy is actually interesting because Peter and Wendy, I believe was the original name of the book or play that James M. Barry wrote. Um, this is, and, and I'm a big Peter Pan fan. So that went fast. Um, love the book. Love the Disney movie. I'll go even one further. I love the um, Fox's Peter Pan and the Pirates. So, like, I just like Peter Pan. I like the peanut butter. I like the bus. Um, but uh, this is interesting because while there's not much known about it, we do know that Jude Law's playing Hook. Uh, I think that's pretty cool because um, Jude Law's a great actor. This, um, I'm definitely going to watch just to get a, a hint of what it's like. If it's good, definitely I'll keep watching it. You know, Peter Pan, 
it's been around so long in so many different forms from like, you know, a woman playing the role of Peter to, um, you know, in the plays to various, various movies like hook or yep, pan. Sally Duncan. Yep. Sally Duncan played him. You know, you had, um, Robin Williams and hook, you know, there's just so many different versions of this that they've done that, um, this is another one that could be really, really great or could be missing the mark. But no, what I do love is the fact that James Barry left the rights of Peter Pan to the children's hospital um, in, in uh, London. To, I think it's the great Ormond hospital or something like that. So um, whenever somebody wanted to make a Peter Pan movie, they would have to pay the hospital the rights, which is really great because it helps the children out. So I think that's cool. Disenchanted. Disenchanted. Disenchanted, which is um number three. Number three? Well Yeah, wasn't Enchanted wasn't that two movies or no? That was one movie. So Enchanted. Oh my bad. Yeah, that was cool. So Enchanted was it took forever for the sequel to come out, to be honest with you. Enchanted was a movie where it starts off in an animated world and she goes into a live action world as a live action character. There's a ton of Disney Easter eggs in that movie. I mean ton just little things from um what she's doing to reference cinderella or sleep or dopey from sleeping beauty and so on and so forth to um you know just the whole concept of true love's kiss which is uh, another thing that they talked about on once upon a time which is a great show until it got terrible so disenchanted actually though it kind of makes a little disappointed because like she she meets the dude who is voiced by cyclops she thinks that's just her true love. And then when, when she falls into this well and turns into a, a human, he follows her and um, it's Cyclops from the first X-Men movie. And he, he's excellent in this movie. He, he, he kind of overacts like a ham, which really is great for the character. He's, he's really great in it. And um, the voice of uh, Elsa, Adina Mazel, I think is how you pronounce it, was in it. And um, Patrick Dempsey from Camp Me Love. And it turns out, of course, Amy Adams and, you know, they all fall in love with blah, blah, blah. So when she finds happiness with Patrick Dempsey, now you're telling me she's not happy anymore? What, what is, like, happily ever after? This is... This is marriage. This is, this is bull deep, man. This is... You're teaching kids the wrong message. <laughs> so Disney Plus is coming out with a Mighty Duck series based yes. on the movie. Emilio Estevez is back and Lorelai Gilmore. Oh, really? Um, returning. She's in, now, she was, wait, wait, wait. She was in the movie. I don't know. I, I've never seen any. I did not know that. I didn't know the she was in Venus. The only thing I like about it, about this, because I've never really been a big fan of the movies. Yeah. I love the animated show and I love mm-hmm. the duck symbol. Yes. Yes. Well, this is back when uh, Disney owned Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, Paul Korea's career. <laughs> and uh, it's funny is that um, Pacey from uh, Dawson's Creek was in them, those movies. Year, obviously years ago, but yeah. So, uh, Money Ducks. Yeah. Hocus Pocus 2. Yep. Coming out for you. Um, this is interesting because this is a movie that when I first saw it, um, at least in the summer, which was the biggest mistake. But I was like, when I first originally saw it, this is years ago before it became very, very popular. I'm like, this movie really should be doing better on 
why is this movie not popular? It was basically my thought. Cause I watched it one night I was house sitting for my aunts and I'm like, this is a cute little movie and it's, it's good. And why is it not more popular? I always felt that Disney should have done something on the Disney channel with it. Yeah. And they I mean, finally I was, got to it, but I thought I was the only one that was just like, I saw it and I was like, all right. Yeah. It's a, I like it. You know, it's um, yeah. young Thora Birch. It's got, um, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, um, uh, Omri Katz, what's his name? Omri Katz from Erie, Indiana. And Bette Midler. Bette Midler. Bet. You know, if you Friends fans out there, there is a scene when they're running through like this park that was in the opening of the movie Friends. When they're, uh, I'm sorry, the television show Friends, when they walk there with the couch in the fountain, that's the same set. Um, so you guys go check that out when we're done with the show, please. Uh, so Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, this looks actually really good. They did release a, a trailer a while back. And um, I know, I don't know much about it, but I know that the voice of, of Raya, if I'm pronouncing that right, is by the lady who voiced Rose in the Disney Star Wars trilogy. Um, it looks really good. Looks very interesting. Animation is great. Um I'm curious to see where this one goes. And Baymax, um, I'm curious about this one. I, I, you know, I like the movie. Love the movie. Yeah, I wasn't too crazy about the TV show, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Hopefully, this will be like a nice refresh. It's kind of weird because like uh, the movie is excellent. I I, yeah. I love that movie, and bloop, the TV bloop, show bloop. was. <laughs> the tv show was like the the show was okay but i was kind of like you know it you know it's okay so wherever this comes from this baymax show uh i'm kind of interested baymax takes on (laughs) covid19 yes (laughs) ouch uh so zootopia plus i mean or it's going to be on Disney Plus. Um, no, Zootopia is a, a movie that I'm surprised didn't get a, again, back when Disney used to do it, get its own television series. It, it has all the, all the likings of a Disney television series. It's animals. It's, you know, it's funny. It's got a, you know, good, a good character in Nick and Judy hops. Um, you got the sloth, you know, flash, um it's a cute movie it's very funny um so i i i hope they get the original voices for nick and judy um i think probably why not but uh i guess we'll see and um tiana is getting her own show based from the uh, princess and the frog um there is also the um, Splash Mountain ride being rethemed to Princess and the Frog, so this is going to kind of coincide nicely with it. Do you want to just say that I've, again? I have or, no idea what they're about. Yeah, I mean, we could just. And Canto is Spanish for uh, a song or singing, okay. so that might be like a Coco feature. Right. Iwaju, I have no idea. Okay. And then um, <laughs> FX. I cannot believe this is finally happening. Why the last man on earth based um, on the comic book animated uh, CGI monkey. Um, 
Oh my god, this is going to be. I mean, if they do justice to the book, this is going to be an excellent, excellent show. The only comic. So, if you're following trivia, the only comic that made me cry. Really? Oh my god, that spoilers. That scene at the end when he's with the um, I can't remember the monkey's name. Ampersand. Ampersand. Thank you. That's a great name for a monkey. When, I mean, you know what happens, mm. or you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when that scene where you know he's he's just holding him and you know he does what he has to do to Ampersand, do I welled up? It's an interesting concept to bring and i wonder how close they'll stick to the book if they want it to be a hit show it better be very close yeah and and the fact that they're using a, a cgi animal um it's probably just better of yeah that's just safe it's safe and it's you know what's like a, and know. and you know because he gets into a lot of oh well, you know so- interesting situations yeah yeah i mean so i mean you know cgi monkey would be perfect Everybody's after, you know, Y, um, which his name is Yorick, which is where the Y comes from. Right. Um, but it's weird to think that this book is about a pandemic of sorts that wipes out every male on Earth except for this one person. Hence, Yorick, hence the Y. Hence, I'm going to keep saying that word. And but figures, also, I mean, it, look where we are in this world now. Right. In but a pandemic. <laughs> he, yeah, but think about it. If you were the last man on Earth, mm-hmm. you'd probably have the same MacGuffin that he, that Yorick has. You're just looking for your girl. Yes, yes. Part, um, you know what I also liked about it was um, when it started off. I, th- I don't know if they kept it, but he would wear the gas mask and the cloak mm-hmm. to be in disguise. Right. Um, and there was just this, was it like 60 issues? Was it? Something yeah, like that, something like right? That. Like to, to get a full story like out of that many issues is really impressive. And to expand on it. And I love um they have Brian K. Vaughn actually supervising. Oh. So that's also a plus when you, yeah. when you have somebody like who actually worked on the book be like, no, 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 don't make it a freaking parrot, keep it a monkey, you know, or because there was a reason why Ampersand is a, is there, yes, you know, and all that kind of stuff without going into it. So what's uh, Shogun? They're doing a remake of Shogun. It was a show back in the seventies. Was it Shogun? Was a show? Yeah, with um, oh, I can't remember his name. He died. He was Carradine. Yes, thank you. Really? Yes, it was his show. This before or after Kung Fu? Oh shoot, that's a great question. I have no idea. Okay, go on. Shoot, I don't even know if David Carradine was. I'm pretty sure he was. I I'm sorry, folks. I I'm messing up now. No, no, no. Because I knew he was in Kung Fu. Right. I think he was in Shogun, too. Okay. So what was Shogun about? Because I, ne- I never saw it. Like, just basically what you would think it is. Dude wandering. Samurais. And, yeah. But was it set in that period? Or is it kind of set in, like, modern day? I have no idea. No idea. Okay. So we just know. We got, who, do we know who's cast? Nope. I, do we I don't think anything? they announced anything. Okay. So this is. So Y is in production, I believe, right? Yeah. They're almost done with the season one. Oh my goodness. But Shogun probably hasn't even started yet. I have no idea. Okay. So all so, they, I mean, I know as much as they announced. They're like Okay. So Shogun could always like a lot of It's a shows, remake. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say like a lot of these things could fall through, of course. Um, just because they're announced doesn't mean they're gonna 
But um, if Y is finishing up season one, how many seasons do you think they can get out of Y? Oh, probably. I mean, I think Three? it can go as long as... as um, I guess you could always add to the story as, as it goes on. Yeah, I mean, look what they did with... Um, Look what they did with uh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. I've never watched it, but yeah, that's a, that's so, a true. I point. mean, they're up to season ten now. Two spinoffs. Yeah, maybe three. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, if it's because I I think Agent, um, what was her number? Although uh, uh, his bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. What was her number? That's she good. had. She had. I think she had her own miniseries. Oh, really? I think so. I didn't know that. Um. But I guess that makes a point, you know, like if you're, this is a story that goes from, let's just say one to 60 and you could have little offshoots in there to continue their adventure. That still gets you to 60, you know, it, it gets oh, you yeah. to that same end in the end. Uh, so, yeah. So like if we are going to be in um, a world where we are going to be stuck at home for a while, thank God there's a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah, watch. Mickey. Mickey's um. Mickey's Mickey on just top. like blew my mind. I was like, "What's going on on Instagram?" Is everything was. I was like, "What? What is this one now? What is this?" Oh yeah, the House of Mouse is here to stay. Oh yeah, which is you know in a way good. Um, hopefully it'll help out with some of their uh, employment issues, and some people will hopefully get back to work, since so many people are being let go, and so forth. So that about wraps it up. Um, please join us on the conversation at toys-lines.com. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, you can also find us or email us at toyspodcast at gmail.com. Find us on all major podcast platforms, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbeam. And that about wraps it up. So once again, thank you for listening. If you want to tell us if we're right, wrong, or indifferent, or just correct us, because we really don't know what Shogun is, just <laughs> please, hit, a, hit us up on Twitter, at Lines, or, or Instagram. So I'm Tom Romero. I'm Ian Westoff. Play with your Disney toys. <laughs> I can't believe Mandalorian. I got to wait till next Christmas. Uh, Take care, folks. See ya. <laughs>